Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. In the squadron, they called him Bullets, but we call him Greg Kelly. Greg Kelly is on the air on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Hey, hey, hey. It's over, huh? Felt like it never even happened. The summer, the summer. Back to school, kids. That was the only time I was actually excited about school. The first day, the second day, you know? New clothes, kind of, sometimes. New clothes, because you grew. Uh, new supplies, uh, pencil cases, pen cases, and notebooks. Uh, I used to, actually, and then things got uh, more complicated. The first assignment any teacher ever gave you when you were in grammar school was... Tonight, you have to get your books covered. Remember? And uh, you, you could do it with a uh, paper bag or you could do it with those special book covers that you buy. I could never do it very well. I couldn't do it. And I also like the way the book looked without the book cover anyway. So uh, welcome back. Back to school. Uh, back to the city, which is, um, uh, you know, what do we got out there? What's the anarchy? <laughs> anarchy. I rode the subway today. Yes, I know. I have not been riding it for uh, many months. I decided to give it a try, basically because I'm a bit of a cheapskate. I looked at my, I looked at my credit card statements. I have been spending about four hundred dollars a month on taxi cabs, and uh, that's. Uh, a lot of money that can add up. All right. And I've uh, decided I'm going to try to take my chances underground. Uh, it was not pleasant. Okay. It was off to a bad start. Walked by two guys who gave me a dirty look. Um, it's one thing to, you know, not be ignored, but another thing to get a dirty look. I felt very, uh, you know, uh, a couple of years ago, I might've said, well, what are you looking at? <laughs> okay. That would have been a bad thing to say. I just got a you know a little bit of hostility down there, but uh, it was cheap and it was quick, and the car was very air, well air conditioned, and it looked like a lot of regular working people were on board. It wasn't deserted. It wasn't uh, wasn't particularly crowded, but it wasn't deserted either. All right. So what else do we say about the big speech? Huh? <laughs> uh, what can be said that hasn't been said? What can we say? I mean, it's really it's all been out there. I talked about it yesterday on the show and. Uh, I, what else? Other than it was a thousand times, maybe a million times worse than anything Carter ever did. It was, uh, you know, all the comparisons have been made to Hitler. I'll make another comparison. Remember the movie Anchorman and that dumb weatherman played by Steve Carell? Maybe that, maybe. Um, this is really um, a low point for Joe Biden. And I do believe that uh, cooler heads will prevail, that right will triumph over wrong, and history will put this guy in the dustbin where he belongs. He is clearly the worst president we ever had. And when you don't have a soul, what do you expect? Remember, my whole soul is in this, uniting our country, bringing us together. It was his solemn promise it was his solemn promise on January 20th of 2021. Now, he did say 
My promise on this January day. Maybe he just meant it for January. What <laughs> the, spe- the big speech was September 1st. Um, they're trying to distract us, obviously, going after MAGA. Uh, you know, this is really, it's worse than anything Mitt Romney ever said. Remember when he said he can't worry about half the country? Uh, yeah, he, what else? Mitt, uh, Hillary, Hillary, the deplorable speech. At least she did not think she was on camera. That was at a fundraiser. All right. It was something. But this is something that came from Joe Biden's soul. So he either doesn't have one or it's very, very dark. Um, And it's not going to distract us. Just like the Mar-a-Lago thing is not going to distract us. However, oh, by the way, we got to remain focused in part because it shows you how corrupt, how uh, dirty the Department of Justice, uh, the FBI, Friends of Biden Incorporated, I now call them. Um, we have to keep an eye on that, but you got to remember the big stuff, all right? And what is the big stuff? Uh, Joe Chaos Biden, all right? Joe Chaos Biden. Joe using the Justice Department to oppress his enemies. Chaos. We got crime. H, we got Hunter. A, we got uh, Afghanistan. O, O stands for obscenity, obscenely teaching and treating our children, subjecting them to all kinds of uh, foolish conversations about gender, that nope, maybe if you're an adult, but as a kid, encourage them to consider sex changes. What else? The supply chain is all screwed up. Um, and Biden, we have no border. I, we have inflation. D, we have disunity. Uh, when he promised something else, energy, we are energy dependent and nobody respects us. I used to put a wag in front of that. Wag, Joe, chaos, Biden, the, the W being for all the woke CRT stuff that he has endorsed and encouraged. A, the big A is for Afghanistan. Can't forget that. It's amazing how quickly people move on. And G, of course, is for horrible gas prices. And uh, I don't think you can run away from that. You can't just gin up some controversy, give a a speech, uh, try to make it all about Trump. And Americans, they feel that stuff in their bones. It's not going away. That's what we're voting on, okay? That's what we're going to vote on. And oh, by the way, if you're getting a little, you know, if you're getting ants in your pants and you want to do something, you know, I talked to you about how I'm economizing. I'm not taking the cab anymore. I'm going to try the subway. I hope I survive, but I'm taking the subway. What else? I'm going to, maybe you can join me here. Uh, That's $400 a month. $400 extra a month I'm going to have. I'd like to make that a thousand. I'm going to go through and I'm going to audit myself all kinds of silly expenditures. One of them is Netflix. I'm having a little talk with the wife today. Uh, she is, uh, you know, she loves to see the crown. Well, I like to see democracy, real democracy, okay? I'm cutting Netflix. We're going to use that money, we're going to take it. I'm not saying what you should do uh, because I'm not really supposed to say. Uh, that you should do anything particular with your money. I personally, however, will be sending my money to Lee Zeldin. All right. And it's not going to be a lot. <laughs> I'm not going to get to uh, meet, what do they call it? Like the, the Eagles Club or the Winner's Circle, and you get to meet the candidate and all that stuff. No. I will not be going to any of those fundraisers, but I will give him my Netflix money. What else can I cut back on? I, I, uh, soda. Why the hell did I ever buy soda? I actually don't buy it. I usually, there's some in the cafeteria, but I'm never buying soda from a restaurant. 
again, I, uh, by the way, I did that this weekend. The, the waiters, they look at you kind of funny when they realize you're not drinking, right? <laughs> I'll just have water. They just, okay, wow, cheapskates. Okay, not going to make a lot of money off of this table. Uh, that's fine. Uh, so uh, no more. I'm going to drink water and coffee. And what else? How else can we economize? Uh, you know what else I'm going to do? I'm not going to buy potato chips. If we just took our potato chip money and put it to electing sane people to Congress, to the Senate, to the governor's mansion, that can make a real difference. And don't forget, I'm going to I'm, I'm actually endeavoring to do this myself, calling up people that you haven't spoken to in a while. A hundred is on my list. I don't know if I'm going to make it all the way to a hundred, but calling people up, talking to them um, about what's happening, telling them how I'm going to vote, and uh, you know maybe they want to do the same. I don't know. Listen, we got to do something. We can't just sit around and uh, watch uh, the TV and and wait for this stuff. They are trying to demoralize us. You watch that TV. You listen to some radio stations. You look at Twitter. They're trying to say, oh, Republicans, no chance, no chance. Oh, Democrats are on the rise. That is all misinformation, misinformation. All right. And, uh, oh, the Trump rally, if you got some time. And it's actually hard to find. It's harder to find than you might think. The Trump rally from Saturday night in Wilkes-Barre, it was fabulous. Do we have anything from that? Uh, again, he he's quite clear about what this is all about. This is all about... Uh, you guys call it the Dr. Oz rally, and I, I love Dr. Oz. I want him to win, and I think he will win, but uh, he's not going to be uh, – he was only there for a little bit. All right, cut 12 if you don't mind. Instead of trying to demonize half of the population, Biden and congressional Democrats should focus on stopping the killing and the bloodshed in Philadelphia and every other Democrat-run city in America. Where record death and destruction is taking place every single day. Biden thinks making America great again is bad for our country. Do you believe it? That was in his speech. MAGA. MAGA. He says we've got to stop MAGA. That's when I defined it because I don't think he knows what it meant. It means make America great again. We have to stop it. Stop MAGA. Stop. Make America great again. Make America great again. I look, I loved it. And now if you go to YouTube, if you want to watch the whole thing, you got to hunt and peck a little bit. You got to hunt for it. They got a clip here. They got a segment there. But to watch the entire speech, it's two hours long, by the way. But I tell you what, if you if you listen to this stuff. Uh, it's fantastic. Gives you all kinds of ammunition, and um, you know most of the. Oh, something happened actually in the latter part of the speech. Did you notice when he starts talking about America and the terrible spot we're in right now, and we are in a terrible spot? You know what's happening? Thunder. Did you hear that? It's it starts thundering outside. It's very. It's ominous in a cool way. Okay, it's not like. Uh, he was being called out by, say, God. I think he was being backed up by God, saying this is what's happening. And there was, like, thunder in the background. Very interesting um, stuff. All right, what else do we have? Um, Jonathan Turley is a smart guy over on Fox News. And, oh, remember, he uh, Trump won, won round two, I guess it was, before that judge. Actually, it was round one. 
Uh, we've been granted a special master, a neutral party. She came in and said, hold the phone here, all right? We can't entirely trust the government. For appearances' sake, you need somebody neutral, entirely neutral, to come in here. And, oh, by the way, it's 1,800 documents. I'm not going to do it. Let's bring in a special master. Now, this is Jonathan Turley. They like him on Fox. He's right a lot. He's also wrong sometimes. I want to hear what he has to say. Cut four. I think that the Department of Justice blew this one in how they responded uh, to this to this motion. I mean, they really overplayed their hand. I mean, they they said that the uh, the appointment of a special master uh, would threaten national security, and the court was really sort of quite you know surprised in the oral argument and said. Really? I mean, special masters are appointed all the time. You have control of the documents. They're secure. You can get a special master with a clearance. How, again, is national security undermined? And they never really answered that question. Uh, yeah, good for them. There's all, all kinds of hyperbole and, oh, gosh, everything about you. If you read through these documents that the Justice Department produces, what comes through is a team of rabid dogs that are out to get Trump. That's it. They are scheming, plotting every step of the way. There's absolutely no way. And by the way, there's absolutely no way that, Don, that, 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 that Barack Obama didn't walk off with some documents that he found interesting. OK, there's absolutely no way that happened. I do not believe it. Not in a million years did that not happen. Also, some of those items were undoubtedly classified up and until the president says they're not classified. And yes, there's a case to be made merely by taking them with him, if that's what happened. And there's a lot we don't know, um, but they can, in fact, be declassified by a president, not, however, by a secretary of state. I'll be right back. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Greg Kelly Kelly. on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Uh, Is there anything? Are we sick of this speech? (laughs) Hey, wait. Washington Post election deniers repeatedly visited Georgia County Office at Center of Criminal probe election deniers election deniers they're trying to make that an illegal thing Uh, election deniers i know there was an election i'm not an election denier it happened i'm just worried about you guys cheating that's okay this is a free country baby don't forget it and don't you forget it joe biden cut 13 please cut 13 MAGA republicans do not respect the constitution they do not believe in the rule of law they do not recognize the will of the people they refuse to accept the results of a free election. And they're working right now, as I speak, in state after state, to give power to decide elections in America to partisans and cronies, empowering election deniers to undermine democracy itself. Undermine democracy itself. They are, uh, he's lying again. He is, it's kind of, it's a, combination of dementia, uh, natural corruption, uh, a natural tendency to not tell the truth, and also that he is compromised, okay? 
Uh, he himself did some dirty things, I believe, when he was a, a senator and vice president. Hunter, of course. And now we have this very unique moment. He is angry. I heard somebody today say he is jealous of Trump. Big time. Hey, did you see the guy who jumped off that building? He was the CFO for Bed Bath & Beyond, just 52 years old. Goodness gracious, don't do it. Don't do it next time. What was he afraid of? You know, <laughs> I now know a fairly, look, he may have been involved in a pump and dump scheme, and that's illegal. I guess he was just sued, but it wasn't like the feds had arrested him or anything like that. He was being sued. You know how many people I know who went to jail and quite frankly, had a pretty good time and came out better people. I know all kinds of people who went to jail, and so do you, by the way, if you think about it. And some of them are famous. Let's see here. Um, and some of them probably didn't belong in jail to begin with. But uh, Bernie Kerrick. Bernie Kerrick had to go to jail. I think that was a trumped-up case. He came out about 50 pounds leaner, and uh, he read something like 200 books. And uh, he learned a lot about himself. Hey, Jared Kushner's father. Uh, what's his name? Mr. Kirshner. I don't know. He was the head of the big real estate guy. He did something pretty crazy. He was all wrapped up in a dispute with his brothers, and uh, I guess he hired a prostitute to have sex with his brother, and he would film it surreptitiously and then leak it to the brother's wife to get him in trouble. I mean, they were having all kinds of um, uh, money disputes, but uh, it blew up in... Uh, Jared's father's face because uh, uh, the wife of the brother turned him in, and uh, I guess they got him for something regarding the prostitute, not the overall episode, but you move the prostitute across state lines or something like that. Anyway, Mr. Kushner went away for like uh, two years, something like that, and Chris Christie did not have to do that. Chris Christie, I think, is an over-the-top zealot weirdo. Uh, we all know that, right? Bridgegate and uh, the big bully. And usually when you're a big bully, you're, you're deep down, you're afraid. You know, he talks about being a big prosecutor. He never really prosecuted before he became the U.S. attorney. Before he became one of the chief prosecutors in New Jersey, he had never prosecuted anybody. So he really just tried to be a tough guy. I'm a prosecutor now, tough on crime. All right. So he was really tough on Jared's father. But it looks like Jared's father, like, had a um, – <laughs> Had a decent time in in prison. He learned a lot, met all kinds of people that, you know, he wouldn't have met otherwise. And, you know, and he acknowledged in the book, I'm reading Jared Kushner's book, which is terrific, uh, Breaking History, his years in the White House, Jared Kushner. You know, it's really sad. Everybody leaks in the White House. What is it about the White House? I've never leaked to a reporter. I've never leaked to a rep- No, nor would I. You know, hey, here's here's something I heard. Who does that other than a little girl? You know, a little, I'm nothing against girls, but I mean, it's, it's very, well, boys do it too. It's a very, excuse me, um, bitchy kind of thing, right? You know, from middle school, from junior high school, you know, gossiping and putting it in the paper. Oh, the paper's going to write this. So they do it all the time. A lot of people around Trump, Trump has got to be better. And I'm sure he will be next time around hiring better people people he can trust. And I'm pretty much convinced here that uh, Steve Bannon was not one of those people. Uh, He was leaking like crazy. He may be a brilliant guy, but sometimes brilliant guys have egos that are totally out of control. And I'm pretty sure, um, I'm pretty sure he was one of them. Pamela, what's the story? What's your problem? Uh, You're calling from central Jersey. What's the issue? Yeah, I want to 
congratulate you for deciding not to feed the beast. I know you don't like that other word, so I won't use it, but you're not giving to industries that are helping to defeat our country. So good for you. What do you mean by that? How, how, what, what, I mean, I, that sounds great, but how do you know that's me? What do you mean? What am I doing? What did I say? Well, you talked about cable and, uh, you know, the entertainment field has not been too friendly with Trump people. Oh, uh, yeah, well, uh, that's Netflix, and I still have to have a talk with my wife about it. Hey, I want you to keep your cable, all right? Like, you got to keep cable. I'm on uh, Newsmax. So I don't want anybody cutting cable, all right? And uh, <laughs> and I'm not into cancel culture, but I am, you know, look, we've got a certain amount of money, and I think we should direct it toward, uh, toward causes and people we believe in. And believe it or not, if you're a small donor, there is more cachet with you giving to a candidate that, that than some guy with a lot of money in their pockets. They they prefer that. Uh, all right, Pamela, to be honest, I don't want anybody cutting cable, all right? No, 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 no. Listen, listen, listen. What? Can I say something? Yeah. You, you encourage Newsmax to stick with companies that are not so biased. That's what you do. That That's what people should do. I'm not saying to cut out everybody. I'm saying, you know, obviously it's your business. But what you do is you say, I'm looking for, you know, Newsmax or whatever you're interested in um, to um, a company uh, to be part of a uh, cable or streaming or whatever that uh, is uh, fair. That's all. All right. All All right. All right. It it has an effect. Yep. And hey, you want to hear something? (laughs) You heard the speech the other night, right? Oh, Wait till you hear the fake news actually gave it all kinds of praise. Uh, We know it was horrible. Hey, how does it feel to be back? I was on vacation. I went to Florida. You know what I noticed, by the way? Everybody I saw was day drinking in the middle of the day, drinking wine, drinking beer. I know it was a holiday weekend, but I think it's I, I actually think it's a little worrisome. All right. Give me a moment. Get my act together. I'll be right back. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. I think Philadelphia was a great choice to make this speech of hatred and anger. His speech was hatred and anger. By the way, the next morning he forgot what he said. You saw that. They asked him about, oh, I didn't think I said that, did I? Oh, no. How'd you like the red lighting behind him like the devil? But Philadelphia was a great choice because the city is being devastated under Democrat rule. Devastated. Hate to tell you, we love Pennsylvania. I went to school in Philadelphia. What's happening to Philadelphia? Fourteen people were shot last weekend in Philadelphia. Fourteen. And the fake news will go out and check. Oh, that's a lot of fake news. Whoa. That's a lot of fake news. Good for him. What what a speech. Hey, we have a new prime minister of the UK. Her name is Liz Truss, T-R-U-S-S. T-R-U-S-S, Mary Elizabeth Truss. Wow, she's only 47 years old, and she is the... Uh, Prime Minister of the United Kingdom, the ruler. Well, she actually reports to the Queen, I guess. 47 years old, uh, conservative, big-time conservative, leader of the Conservative Party. 
and uh, she assumed office as of uh, yesterday. Well, congratulations to her. I like the sound of it already. Um, a conservative, and over the years, uh, it's been said before that uh, something that happens in the UK. Do you remember Brexit? Brexit was big. It happened in 2016. It was a huge boon to British conservatives. They wanted to bolt the European Union. It happened. It was very Trumpian. And what happened a couple of months later? Well, Trump won. And I think this is a good indicator, a good uh, harbinger of what is to come. And I do think that the Republicans will take the House and they'll take the Senate. Uh, you got to really just kind of try to forget Mitch McConnell and why he's trying to demoralize you because he really doesn't want uh, Trump to uh, have any role. In. And uh, Mitch McConnell, who knows what he wants? Who cares? Uh, Mitch, get out of the way. Uh, Liz Trump, what is, she's only 47 years old. She was four years old when Margaret Thatcher became prime minister. Uh, she married? Does she have kids? How does she do all this? How do you become the... Uh, does she? Oh, I think she might. Nope. She's got two kids married to some guy named Hugh. Now, how's he going to deal with this? His wife is the boss of the entire country. I don't want to sound like a chauvinist here, but that's kind of a uh, Hugh O'Leary is an English accountant who was best known for being the husband of Liz Truss. Yeah. Current prime minister of the United Kingdom. He is a finance director at Affinity Global Real Estate. Imagine that. The guy right down the hall is uh, married to uh, the, the head of the country. Um, that's a little bit awkward for him. You know, they called it the Dennis Thatcher sy syndrome. Remember, we were just talking about Margaret Thatcher. She was married to some guy named Dennis. And Dennis, uh, I think that was a little bit... Look, I'm sorry, but it, it the natural order of being is for the guy in the couple to be the uh, the powerhouse and the woman to be a little little bit not subservient but maybe it's a partnership but it's gonna freak the guy out a little bit when the what when the wife has more status and or more money it just is that's the way it is something's gonna happen it clicks internally i wish it wasn't there uh it's not good or bad it just is that way hey let's go through her do it does anybody care i'm probably spending too much time on this chief secretary of the treasury she had a bunch of different jobs how long has she been in com in uh government uh, since 2010. Good for her. She gets there in 2010. 12 years later, she's the boss of the entire country. All right, I'm impressed. Hey, we all know how bad Joe Biden was, okay? Any reasonable person, uh, if they were, even if they were a Democrat and they're called to be on one of the Sunday shows to defend Joe Biden's speech, you take a pass. You say it's Labor Day weekend. I'm busy. Nope. Keisha Lance Bottoms. Does that name sound familiar? She was the mayor of Atlanta. And she went on the George Stephanopoulos show. Cut 39, please. Cut 39. The president spoke optimistically about who we are as Americans. We are the greatest nation in the world. Wow. Can we hear more of Joe Biden's optimism? Uh, cut 15. MAGA Republicans have made their choice. They embrace anger. They thrive on chaos. They live not in the light of truth, but in the shadow of lies. But together, together, we can choose a different path. We can choose a better path forward to the future. A future of possibility, a future to build and dream and hope. And we're on that path moving ahead. Mm. I know this nation. I know you, the American people. I know your courage. 
I know your hearts. Oh, shush. And Mad. I know our history. Mad. This is a nation that honors our Constitution. We do not reject it. Yeah. Uh, uh, give it up, pal. Give it up. Uh, dark, 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 ugly speech. Actually, here's it gets even uglier. Cut 16. America's often made the greatest progress coming out of some of our darkest moments, like you're hearing that bullhorn. I believe we can and must do that again. And we are. MAGA Republicans look at America and see carnage and darkness and despair. They spread fear and lies, lies told for profit and power. But I see a different America. Yeah. An America with an unlimited future. All right. Um, you can't demonize half the country. If you're a leader, a real leader, no, you're just a small-time pol- politician, small-time guy. What was it? The city council in Newark. And somebody convinced him to run for the United States Senate in a suicide mission. He was not supposed to win. But he got lucky in 1972, and we're still living with it somehow. Goodness gracious. All right, back to here. The Shadow of Lies, speaking of which... Uh, Keisha Lance Bottoms is uh, well within those shadows. Cut 40. Well, what the president did was that he reminded the American people of who we are as a country. We are a democracy that's been built on the rule of law. How beautiful. Uh, You're wrong. That's not what he was talking about. Cut 41. Go to the White House website, whitehouse.gov, and read the speech for yourself. I've read it multiple times, and what I see in this speech, I see words of encouragement, I see optimism, I see a commander-in-chief who is calling out to all of us, no matter our political affiliation. Um, why would she read it more than once? <laughs> why, would, why, why would you do that? And also delivery and the stagecraft of it all, and those Marines, those poor Marines in the background. i got to admit, I didn't really notice them at first, but... It's been mentioned, General Milley. Remember, General Milley was so appalled that he walked across the street with the president. The president of the United States somehow holding a Bible in front of a church was the most appalled. It tells you something about America. It tells you something about society, right? Holding a Bible in front of a church is somehow outrageous. Yet burning the American flag in front of that church is somehow righteous. Putting the Black Lives Matter emblem on that church and the church itself let it happen. You know, you can look this up in the Bible, you know what I mean? Just because it's a church doesn't mean that uh, all is well inside that church. All kinds of corruption has happened to the church over the years, and uh, all kinds of uh, uh, heresies. I'm sorry, but Black Lives Matter, that, that's heretical to the, um, to the church, to Christians. It is. Totally is. It's a socialist anti-family organization. You can look it up. And now we know it's thoroughly corrupt. Stealing money left and right. Yeah, but it got Joe Biden in the uh in the White House somehow, right? They exploited it. Hey, this is uh Jeff. No, I want to skip that. Oh, Jim Jordan is a hero of mine. Cut thirty-five, please, if you don't mind. We're the pro-life party. We're going to protect the sanctity of human life. And Democrats have the radical position. They're the ones who think you should be able to take the unborn child's life right up until their birthday, for goodness sake. And they had a governor in Virginia just a few years ago who said even after that fact, you could take the life of a child. That is frightening. So lean into and talk about we're the life that's going to protect the sanctity. Uh, We're the party that's going to protect the sanctity of human life like we've always been. This was a huge win for the precious nature of human life. And I don't think we should shy away from it. 
Uh, I agree. And by the way, if you're committed to abortion, you'll be able to get your abortion. You will be. All right. Especially here in New York. It's not going away. Uh, I do believe that as a federal policy, it's good for America that that is no longer uh, sanctioned vis-a-vis Roe v. Wade. Vis-a-vis. Did I use that correctly? Uh, I'm glad Roe v. Wade was overturned um, for a number of reasons. Number one of the many reasons it was inherently flawed. It actually made no sense. It was, and they knew that. That's why they were always, they knew it was susceptible to being overturned. And now that it has been overturned, uh, overwhelmingly Democrat states, and not even so overwhelmingly Democrat states, have enshrined abortion. Will be around for a long time. Uh, in some states, you may have to go next door, but let's face it, people are not getting pregnant the way they used to. All right, people have figured out how to not get pregnant, um, and you know. 50 years ago, the pill was like, ooh, the pill? Are you sure about that? That sounds so... um, But no, hey, Joe Biden right now is holding a cabinet meeting. It's weird. I mean, yeah, it seems like he's back to work. You know, he's making speeches yesterday. He's back. Remember? It was like six weeks. He was underground. I got used to it. I got used to not seeing him very often. Now he's out there. I have asked each agency to come forward with a plan to... What's the plan, Joe, with the plan to help people to get things on the right side as soon as possible? Fantastic. Fantastic, Joe. That's really going to do it. Melody is on the phone from Tom's River. Yes. Hi, Greg. Hi. Hello? That's me. Hi. Listen, I just want to say something to you. Uh I want you to be really careful. I know that you have to save money somewhere. But I want you to be careful about going down in the subway. Now, do you and think I I'd go down to the subway if I weren't ready for anything, if you know what I mean? Yeah, and you know what? And 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 you know something, Greg? What? I know you're no punk. I know that you can throw down if you have to, if you have to. But I think that the chaos down there is even bigger than you. And you don't need to go down there and get your head busted because you're meant for bigger things. I'm going to go down. down Maybe I'll go down there and bust some heads myself if I have to. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. There is the other side to that, too. No, listen, you're you're probably right. I'm scoping it out. I mean, uh, look, I can afford to take a cab, but I don't want to. I mean, I am a bit of a cheapskate when I look at that money. Uh, I'm going to try it this week and see how it feels. This morning, I got to admit, it didn't feel that good. There was a tension. I got some long, nasty looks, and um, I don't know. I I, I, I don't know. But, uh, hey, how are things out there in Tom's River? Tom's River, well, it's a little a little rainy. It's, you know, it looks like the sun. No, I mean, you don't have to worry about crime, though, right? No, no. And there was something else I had to say to you, too. Um you are a wonderful person. Thank you. I, I've been listening to you since you came on the air, uh-huh. and I absolutely adore you. I, I have to tell you that. I, I absolutely, I, I, I love you. I really, really do. You Ooh. are adorable. I think your wife and your daughters are super lucky to have a man like you um, watching over them. I, I just love you. Wow. I, I, I just do. All right. I do. I, sue me. I, I do. Hey. I, I, I guess I'm flirting with you, but 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 I love you. Well, Melody, um, I enjoy this very much. Um, 
I don't want to be. I'm not trying. Hysterical. I get like that. Don't 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 worry about it. I don't mean anything. So, Melody, forgive me, but um, I shouldn't. (laughs) I shouldn't ask you any questions. There are all kinds of questions. But uh, thank you so much, and um, we'll see what happens. Uh, But this mayor thing, I'm thinking about it. You never know. And uh, um, what do you do for a living? Well, uh oh, did we lose her? Oh, there was a big pregnant pause there. I think Mr. Melody uh, may have uh, <laughs> said enough is enough with this Greg character. Who's this Greg character anyway? Um, well, that was nice. And uh, my wife was just here, and she is. Uh, she pointed out that uh, our babies love Netflix to watch uh, Beep Bop Boop or somebody, uh, some character. I say we'll find it on YouTube. We'll find an alternative. They're so young, they're not going to know the difference. Well, they'll figure out some other furry character to like. We're getting rid of it. When we got married, one, I do. Two, I'm the boss. One more. Adam, he's in Florida. Yes, Adam. Hey, how you doing? Fine. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, Adam, I can't hear you. What's up? Say, Stand up if you're sitting. Can you hear me? Yeah, can you hear me? Try saying something Hello? else. Hello. All right, Adam. I'm sorry. I can't handle it. Uh, John, you're next from Staten Island. Uh, John hey, is. Hey, yeah, I'm, I'm, oh. I'm here, Greg. Okay, what's up? Greg, you know, the Republicans have to do a better job in responding to these constant lies and contradictions of uh, Biden and the Democrats. I'll give you two quick examples for the sake of time. Joe Biden is in Wisconsin right now. Supporting a candidate that uh, supports defunding the police. Now, Thursday night, Biden said the answer is not to defund the police, but to fund the police. Remember that? So he contradicts it. Where's the Republicans to respond to that and throw it right back in his face now? Well, hold on a second. I mean, look, um, you can get some people say that we can be too responsive. You know, we can be um, look, everybody knows. I don't know. Are you in Wisconsin right now? I'm sure that uh, Ron Johnson's campaign is handling this stuff. I've said it a million times. Joe Biden did say himself, defund the police. You know, I mean, maybe they haven't gone and told you, John, you know, what they're saying. But people are saying stuff all the time. You say the Republicans need to do a better job. I mean, well, they probably should and have to. But just don't worry too much because I think the people get it. And there are things happening on the ground in Wisconsin that you may not be aware of. But how many times also, this is a better example, how many times have we heard the Democrats say Republicans are a danger to our democracy? Now, the party that wants to defund the police, abolish ICE, the Border Patrol, uh, they destroyed the military four times in our lifetime, uh, and uh, all of which defend our democracy, wants to open borders and sanctuary cities, (laughs) wants to pack the Supreme Court and eliminate the Electoral College when it gets in their way, says the Constitution is outdated and should be abolished when it gets in their way, runs to the courts to find liberal judges to overthrow the votes on referendums if the people don't vote the way that they want, has weaponized every government institution to attack and spy on Americans, and we're the danger to our democracy? How come Republicans haven't come on the air and thrown that back in their face? You know what, John? I'll tell you right now, because they're not as smart and articulate and uh, as strong as you. That was amazing. Uh, Keep it up. Tell your friends. 
Uh, write a letter, call Kevin McCarthy. Uh, the spirit and the facts that you are armed with are an inspiration. I mean that, John. Seriously, keep it up. All right? Good stuff, my friend. Well, I got to go. I'll be right back. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Hey, here's somebody. Uh, is this a recording of a stick-up? It is uh, an armed robbery on the Upper East Side. Somebody recorded it. Cut one. going on Ouch. what the hell was that all about oh that's the one okay you've seen this probably online one car rammed into another jumped out the guy jumped out with a gun and stole twenty thousand dollars from the other guy in the car did a lot of damage to his own car running this other car off the road i think they may have known each other but uh, it happened in right in the middle of the day like 12 noon or so and uh when it comes to uh <laughs> the mayor, uh, what does he do? He doesn't know how to do anything. He knows to have uh, little press conferences, right? Uh, cut two. I hope that just as we had a special call to uh, return to Albany to deal with the uh, the uh, ruling on right to carry, uh, I believe that Albany should consider um, coming and revisiting uh, some of the violence we're seeing of repeated offenders. And we need to be clear on that. We need to be clear on that. Uh, cut three. It appears as though the young lady was an intended target. Uh, we're unclear yet, uh, but we're going to continue. The investigation is still new. Um, we don't have much more than that at this time. Uh, but again, it really highlights what the governor and I uh, talked about yesterday and what we're continuing to talk about, uh, the overproliferation of guns mm-hmm. on our streets and people using them for violent means. <laughs> You know, he just talks like a like an analyst, like a weak analyst, just, you know, watching things, right? Things happening. Uh, but somebody who's passive, he has nothing. <laughs> he doesn't know how to take action, doesn't know what to do. We will continue to talk about these things. We'll continue to talk about them. Well, you talked during the campaign and you fooled you fooled some smart people. You didn't fool me, of course. I know about you, Eric Adams. I know all about you going way back. All right. I uh, I know you're not smart. I know you have no administrative ability. You actually have very little political ability. You uh, shocking. You know, his rise to uh, the mayor's job is not actually impressive. It's not. All right. He was the black guy with name recognition. Yep. Yeah. Yep. There I said it. All right. That's it. That's it. Uh, what else about him? Um, does not know what to do. Doesn't have a clue. You think Kathy? What a what a what a dynamic duo that is. Kathy Hochul and Eric Adams. Uh, they're doing absolutely nothing because they don't know how to do anything. And meanwhile, the cops have been essentially, well, you can't blame them. Uh, the city government has become adversarial to police, passing legislation that undermines them, that threatens them, that holds them uh, liable to things that, you know, accidentally could happen in the course of, a, of, of the job. Um, would they st- would stick their neck out for a salary like that? I don't know. I don't know. So uh, we're in a bad spot with this guy, a real bad spot, does not know anything, can't do anything. Um, Some buyer's remorse, I think, over at the New York Post. They endorsed this guy. They helped make him. The New York Post did. Uh, 
They endorsed him. They still stick up for him. Oh, I don't know. I think it was a big woke thing. You know the guy who was actually pretty good in terms of just intellect? Um, I'm not, I don't agree with him on a lot of things, but I think he would have been a hell of light years better than Eric Adams. That guy, Andrew Yang, uh, would have been a lot better. Uh, this is, <laughs> it's bad and it's not getting better. All right. So hang in there and um, let me know. Um, let me know. I'm going to possibly ask you for help, all right? I mean, I, um, I'm i thinking about it. How long would it be? When would I actually have to actually start running? The election is in November of 2025. I'd have to run in January. So it's a little over two years. A little over two years. If anybody out there who's, uh, uh, who's better, go for it. But you got to have name recognition, and you got to have the you got to have the smarts, and you got to have the toughness. And I don't care if you went to Harvard; that doesn't make any difference anymore. All right? Can you get elected? I don't know. I I, I just might have to do it, folks. Give me a moment. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly—it's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Greg Kelly, entertaining and informative on the Red Apple Podcast Network. All right, back to work, back to school on a uh, very rainy day. I love it. I love it. I know the date isn't right, but it kind of looks like the date that Felix Unger was asked to remove himself from his place of residence. That was November 13th. But the the sky, the water on the ground, it looks just like that moment. Uh, all right, you got to. it's always good to know who the prime minister of the U.K. is. When they ask, you can say, oh, yeah, it's... Uh, it's uh, Boris Johnson. No, it's not Boris Johnson anymore. It's uh, Liz Truss. I guess she got the job yesterday. Truss. T-R-U-S-S. Liz Truss. She's a conservative. And this is what she sounds like. Cut 19. It's an honor to be elected as leader of the Conservative and Unionist Party. Okay. <laughs> Sounded British and uh isn't she more than the party? She's the head of the government now, right? Uh, cut 20. During this leadership campaign, I campaigned as a conservative, and I will govern as a conservative. All right. Sounds good to me. She's, uh sounds smart. Uh, let's see. She must be smart. She's 47 years old. She's the prime minister of the U.K. right now. Liz Truss, married to some guy named Hugh, who's an accountant, She's got two kids and has only been in politics, it looks like, for a dozen years since she was 35. That's uh, that's pretty meteoric. That's kind of uh, that's that's uh, Barack Obama-esque. That's very much like a Barack Obama. Obama got in there, let's see, 1996. He was a state senator of, uh, from Illinois, Chicago. And then uh, 12 years later, he becomes president of the United States. All right. Good luck to her. We'll see what happens. Hey, did you hear about all the stabbings? A guy went on a stabbing spree in one of those provinces, Saskatchewan. That's what it's called, Saskatchewan. It's huge. It's like uh, it's like a third the size a side of size of like a third of America. Um, but it's it's all up there. 
and cut 21, some guy with a knife. You know, we all about gun control, but one guy with a knife can do a hell of a lot of damage. Killed 10 people. Cut 21. Sadly, over these past years, tragedies like these have become all too commonplace. Yeah, thank you. Um, and what do you do about that? Not too much. Hey, at the top of the hour, 2 o'clock on MSNBC, 2 o'clock, all right? all right? We just went through some big stories. People getting stabbed. That's big stabbing spree. New prime minister. Joe Biden is still hateful and mean. You know what they had? Their top story at the top. That's the big story was January 6th. <laughs> some January 6th nonsense. January 6th. Yeah, January 6th of 2021. All this violence, all this carnage. You got a president who uh, thinks half the country are enemies of the state. And they're still talking about January 6th. Now they're on to nitpicking the judge, Judge Cannon, district court down there in South Florida, who ruled in favor of President Trump. How about that? I knew. I knew he'd prevail on the merits. He's going to prevail. This is, and I am told, by the way, that they're not at all worried. In, in, in Trump land, they're not worried. Uh, they know that they are on solid ground here. And a couple of things that have been totally overlooked, except by me. In the Presidential Records Act, that's what they call it, the Presidential Records Act of 1978. You know, half the people on TV, they just say that, and they feel very, very impressive that they just were able to whip that out. Under the Presidential Records Act of 1978, this material belongs to the United States government. No, it doesn't, actually. Read the whole statute. It's long and boring. It's actually not that long, but it's long enough. Uh... It says in there that the president has the discretion to determine what is presidential and what is personal. It's his discretion. That's the policy, by the way, in the in the archives handbook as well. It's the at the discretion of the president as to what's what. And I believe and I've been listening to Mark Levin, who's excellent on our show, on our channel here, six to nine o'clock every night. Uh, amazing that the obstruction comes down to this. They came back to Mar-a-Lago, wanting to see all the documents, and they were all in the storage room, except for three pieces of paper. And where were they located? In the president's desk. Can you imagine that? The president of the United States, the former president of the United States, having documents in his desk. Even Bill Barr said if he's hiding them somewhere, like in his desk, whatever happened to that guy? Bill Barr used to be... uh, Used to have it together. Not anymore. Could be a couple of things. Could be Trump embarrassed him. You know, you got to be careful with that. If you embarrass somebody, if you embarrass a man in front of other men, there's a damn good chance you've just created an enemy for life. All right? Be very, very careful about that. Uh, and I, I or, or the swamp is, uh, is uh, something's up with Bill Barr. Anyway, congratulations to uh, President Trump. This is a major victory. I hear, by the way, he's back in town. He's going to be he's in Bedminster and New York this week. Uh, Trump Tower, he may be around. All right, do me a favor. Dr. Fauci, isn't he retired? I thought he was gone. Cut 30, please. My message to you is simple. Get your updated COVID-19 shot as soon as you are eligible in order to protect yourself, your family, and your community against COVID-19 this fall and winter. I certainly will do so. 
Okay, well, that's uh, reason enough for me to be skeptical. I'm sorry, Dr. Fauci, but you have been wrong. Are you going to tell 60 Minutes in three months that you really had doubts about the vaccine, but for certain reasons you said what you said, uh, you you got to go. It's uh, I, I thought he, yeah, he has one of those jobs where you announce you're retiring a year ahead of time or four months ahead of time. Most people have to just leave. Two weeks notice at best, except... In government. Oh, and that's something else that's heartbreaking. Reading Jared Kushner's book, you would think that, um, you know, the government works for the president. The president is elected by the people, all those agencies. No, they work for themselves. They are out to undermine democracy. Like our friend John was saying in Staten Island, uh, they, they have some nerve to talk about protecting democracy and everything they do, everything they've done. So, what you see here is a real threat to democracy. You know, the State Department, Henry Kissinger of all, Henry Kissinger warns Jared, you cannot trust the State Department. If you want to get anything done in the world, you must not go through the State Department. And imagine that we have an entire uh, uh, department, an entire agency, a cabinet uh, position, and they don't work for the people. They work for themselves. They are like to have the, the, the big job when they leave government. Is that a good Henry Kissinger? You guys don't know. If you, do you know who he is? All right. Um, hey, I got to tell you this. I am proudly supporting and will be out there at the Tunnel to Towers 5K Walk Run New York City this year. It's on Sunday, September 25th. We need your help. Help us remember those lost on 9 11. As we retrace FDNY firefighter Stephen Siller's final footsteps, and we'll be doing that together. Uh, it's simple to support my team or any team. Uh, go to uh, the WABC website. Oh, we got a special one set up just for my uh, my team. Who's on my team, by the way? Do I have a team? Who's on my team? Last year, I just showed up, and it was me and a bunch of other, you know, like Bernie and all those guys, but... Anyway, walk.gregkellyshow.com. Walk.gregkellyshow.com. You can click on the little picture of me back when I was skinny uh, to donate to my team. I'm trying to raise money. We're all trying to raise money to help out Tunnel to Towers. What do they do? They build smart houses for disabled uh, uh, veterans, uh, heroes. Thank you for the support. Uh, This is, again, a 5K walk run through the uh, Brooklyn Battery Tunnel. I've done it. It's an amazing thing, and uh, you'll enjoy it. Walk.gregkellyshow.com. Walk.gregkellyshow.com. Uh, all right. I'm pretty much over the speech. Uh, the optics are incredible. And if you, this guy, Benny Johnson, did a little mashup of Joe Biden delivering this speech about how Republicans are the threats to democracy. And on the right side, you see BLM, Antifa raging all over the place. Democrats telling them to get into people's face, to uh, have fights, to rage against the machine, all that stuff. It's absolutely hilarious. But it's also incredibly sad that the president of the United States would say such awful things about us. Cut 16. America's often made the greatest progress coming out of some of our darkest moments like you're hearing that bullhorn. I believe we can and must do that again, and we are. MAGA Republicans look at America and see carnage and darkness and despair. They spread fear and lies. 
lies told for profit and power. But I see a different America, an America with an unlimited future. Well, Joe, I love America. It's your agenda that the issue, that's the issue, okay? Right? Joe, you, this woke CRT stuff, we can be against that and for America. You understand? We can be against the horrible withdrawal in Afghanistan and be for America. You understand this, Joe? Work with me, all right? How about gas prices? We don't believe that we should be forced to buy electric cars, which, oh, by the way, aren't ready, which, oh, by the way, China will profit from handsomely, which, oh, by the way, you don't know how to dispose of those batteries. Those batteries that lost, last about, what, 10 years? What do you do with them at the end? Hmm? Uh, gas prices should not be this high. The Justice Department should not be used to oppress your political enemies. Everything you said, Donald Trump, uh, you were you were afraid that he would do, that you falsely accused him of doing, you're actually doing. We have no border. We're supposed to have a border. Country, what is a nation, right? You have to have physical integrity. We don't. We have out-of-control inflation. We have disunity. It was your sacred promise. Your whole soul was in it. To bring people together, that's not happening. The energy situation is atrocious, and nobody respects us. And, oh, by the way, Ukraine, well, <laughs> what they've been through, they wouldn't have gone through had it not been uh, for your presidency. Everybody knows Donald Trump is right. This would not have happened had he remained in office. And the other thing, by the way, I'm seeing all kinds of videos of people partying like crazy in Ukraine, like the nightlife scene, everything's fine. How much money have we given them at this point? $60 billion, something along those lines, uh, for all kinds of weapon systems and everything like that? I mean, is the war over? What is happening over there? Seriously, I have no idea anymore. None. The Donbass region, I get the, 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 are the Russians satisfied? They've got that? Can we now call it a war? Is it over? I was never too worked up with it to begin with. I was, you know, I, I lamented that it happened and it would not have happened had Trump remained and Joe Biden not been so weak. But beyond that, I could not get too worked up about it. There has always been war. There always will be war. Big countries invade small countries. It's happened throughout history, human history. It's always going to happen. What doesn't have to happen, <laughs> well, none of these things should happen. It would be nice. But going around the world and invading a country that didn't invade us, that's a uniquely American thing. Okay. Hey, real quick, Victor in West Hempstead, what's what's up? Hey, Greg. Uh, I have a joke, but it's not funny. It's not uh, funny. Mr. All right. Mr. Uh, not okay. Uh, did you have? All right. What is Mr. it then? What? Mister and Mrs. Obama are supposedly going to the White House for the very first time for unveiling of a a uh, portrait of either or or both. All right, that's uh, not funny, and it's, by the way, not true. They've already been there. They've already been to the White House for a couple of times, and they've already had their portraits unveiled. You know, Obama's sitting in front of a bunch of leaves. It's a very weird picture. I'll be right back. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. This election is a referendum on skyrocketing inflation, rampant crime, soaring murders, crushing gas prices. Millions and millions of illegal aliens pouring across our border. Race and gender indoctrination. Perverting our schools and above all this election, 
is a referendum on the corruption and extremism of Joe Biden and the radical Democrat Party. All right. Remember that. Okay. We can't be too distracted by special masters and, uh, uh, I don't know, Judge Cannon and uh, what Article 2 says about this and the Presidential Records Act of 1978. All that stuff is interesting. Okay. Uh, but they want us feasting on that. They want people uh, really in their heart kind of down. Oh, maybe it's time for, to move on from Trump. I don't see anybody, anybody, and that includes especially Ron DeSantis, who can fight this fight. All right. I like Ron. He needs more time. All right. He's got to get reelected. Needs at least another term. I think he needs to, um, I don't know, brush up on debating uh, I think they could get under his skin real quick and he could explode. I don't know. I just am not. He's not ready yet. He's too young. He's only 43. He's got plenty of time, plenty of time. And uh, basically, when it comes to that guy, he's just a lot of it's a is a Trump impression. It's very much a Trump impression. So uh, you heard him say all those things, inflation, out of control, crime, uh, murder, uh, race, gender indoctrination in the schools. Uh, and the corruption of Joe Biden, that's this is a referendum on Joe Biden. OK, they're going to throw all kinds of stuff. January 6th, this, that thing and the other. I mean, it's just it's not going to work. It's it's not going to take. And I don't believe. Oh, hey, Judge Weinberg, uh, speaking of uh, special masters and all that stuff, we'll get to that in a moment. But first, uh, Charles is in Queens and you are at the Trump rally, sir. Yeah, I was at the Trump rally on Saturday. Um, and, just, uh, it, you know, a lot of people were talking about Dr. Oz, you know, everybody's all in for Mastriano, but, uh, Dr. Oz was getting, it was a lot of mixed feelings. It was a lot of, uh, cause I talked to a lot of people that would ask. Yeah. Uh, cause that was pretty much my main goal. I wanted to talk to people. I hey, where'd you sit? Like. Where'd you sit? Uh, I was in the top, I was in the upper, upper area. Uh, we got there kind of late. So uh, we were like one of the last people to to get in. Hey, I heard, you know, I heard, oh, uh, Dr. Oz only got a polite applause and wasn't that. No, I heard I heard a pretty uh, good no. shout out for him. What's his the main, issue? What What's the beef with Dr. Oz? So his main speech got a lot of, you know, it was it was fired up. He had a lot of fire behind his speech. Um, you know, uh, the, the stadium wasn't filled max capacity yet when he spoke. All right. So. But, um, so when Trump uh, had him, you know, he says a couple of words while Trump's doing, you know, doing his speech. Um, it was it, it was it didn't have too much fire behind it. You know? Well, I saw it. And he uh, said he said he said uh, the end. The question is very simply this. I is the country better off today than it was four years ago? All right. So we can, you know, nitpick and say, oh, I uh, Kathy Barnett had an inspiring story about a. Uh, when she was a kid, I don't care about any of that stuff. All right. You're going to go for Fetterman. You guys better get on board. Well, what am I, what am I yelling at you for? You're from Queens. You can't even vote. You yeah, can't even, but you know what? I, if I could push the good word out, well, push the good word out, get that guy elected. You want Fetterman in there legalizing heroin? Are you nuts? He's a die. He's a physician. He's a world-class surgeon. Fetterman right, is right. on an allowance yeah. from his parents. He's got a paper out. He's and he's a yeah. druggie. He's not ready for the Senate. Our whole country's well, on the line, and you're telling him you're. I don't know about Doctor Oz. Huh? Are you crazy? Well, 
You drove all the way there to find that out, Charles? Come on. Right. Well, it was a good time. The people were nice. I talked to a lot of amazing people. I'm sure they were. This is not news. I mean, I know. Hey, let me ask you this, because I've never actually, I don't know this about a a Trump rally. Is there food? Yeah, there is food. You can, like, buy food, Uh, like, as if it were a basketball game or something like that? (laughs) It's funny that you said that, but... uh, I had sausage and peppers there while I was waiting. All right. Do me a favor. Get the word out to the friends you made and say, you know, get, get, you got to get Dr. Oz in there. I Give me a break with this Fetterman guy. And I I like Mastriano as well. I've been talking more and more about Mastriano. I'm impressed by him a lot. Mastriano's the man. He's definitely, there's no way he's not winning. There's no way. Well, look, easy does it there, pal. It's a competitive place. You know, they can do anything. I guess so. I think this Shapiro is a, hey, why are you so into Pennsylvania politics? You live in Queens. Um, I'm into politics everywhere. I have a lot of friends. I have a lot of family in Pennsylvania. All right. Um, All right, Charles. You know, Thank you. Like Keep it up. Head, uh, Wait, one more question. Uh, Where in Queens are you? Uh, I'm in Middle Village, Queens. All right. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Uh, Judge Weinberg, welcome. Can you believe that guy? I like him, but my goodness gracious. He goes all the way to... He goes all the way to Pennsylvania to nitpick the to nitpick Dr. Oz. He can do that from home if he wants to do it. I wouldn't go all the way there. Dr. Oz is a great man. Uh, he is totally committed. He's totally in. And uh, you, you look at Fetterman. Fetterman may be one of the worst candidates ever floated for the Senate. Yeah, there's something fundamentally wrong with that guy. I mean, and now, I mean, like physically, I'm sorry, but he, uh, you know, if. If I were running the Democrat Party, I'd say uh, Mrs. Fetterman should be the nominee. He's he's he had a stroke. He can't he can't do it right now. It takes you. You can recover, but it takes years sometimes. Listen, the problem is even if he didn't have the stroke, he's a he's a lightweight. He has a very undistinguished career. He's not the kind of person you want. The future of the country is at stake. You want to have a good person in the Senate. Dr. Oz, who I know is is. Absolutely terrific. His whole shtick, that Fetterman guy, is the sweatshirt and being like this offbeat weirdo. Uh, but I think the people of Pennsylvania are too too sophisticated. Too sophisticated. Then you can be, uh, you know, well, sophisticated. Tried- I don't mean sophisticated in the, you know, I like opera sense. I mean sophisticated in the savvy, you know, knowing what's what sense. Fetterman tries to portray himself as the man of the people, and he's a... Extreme little rich kid. Judge, uh, do me a favor. Judge Weinberg is here. I got to go through this uh, special master. Trump had a big victory in court, and they're not talking about it enough. Give me a moment. Greg Kelly, entertaining and informative on the Red Apple Podcast Network. No, we're back. We're back. We're back. And uh, all right. You wouldn't know it by looking at the news right now that uh, Donald Trump had a major victory in court. Uh, well, for a little bit, uh, I saw a, a pair of uh, legal analysts on CNN saying, oh, this was the worst decision. The judge is insane. The judge must have been drunk, uh, really taking her apart. But uh, I, I read it seemed pretty sound to me. you got to bring in a special master to uh, evaluate these documents and say what's what. And uh, look, for a lot of different uh, reasons, this thing is a victory. Judge Weinberg. He knows a thing or two about the law. Judge, what do you think about this uh, Judge Cannon and her ruling in favor of the Team Trump? I think there are real questions about uh, overreaching by the uh, the FBI and the Department of Justice. I think uh, appointing a special master was the right thing to do. 
I think uh, you can't trust the uh, Justice Department lawyers to go through the documents and make their own determination about what's privileged and not. You have different kinds of privileges that may be applicable here. One is executive privilege. Another is attorney-client privilege. Another is is personal documents that he's entitled to have to have back. Uh, I think the problem is there were mistakes on both sides. The uh, Justice Department should have asked for, and the FBI should have asked for a special master to begin with, so they wouldn't have any question of any taint. They should have done that, and I think Trump's lawyers waited. Uh, a little bit of time. Well, they were kind of overwhelmed. They weren't expecting to have the FBI raid the house. They didn't know it was going to happen. They weren't ready. And Can I, I? Two weeks. Two, two weeks. Two weeks. Well, took, I, took, no, no. The reason that becomes important, I'm not trying to quibble with you. I'm, I'll yeah. tell you why it's important. Because the judge based her decision on what they call her her powers of equity, E-Q-U-I-T-Y, equity powers. And one of the doctrines of equity is you can't sit on your rights. You have to move quickly. And that's why the two weeks becomes important. But two weeks isn't that bad. No, I don't think. No, but the government in the the government said, well, Donald Trump didn't even file for two weeks, so it can't be that important. They did actually make that point. They certainly did. Which is a phony point. And they're going to rely on that point and they're going to appeal. Listen, there's no doubt in my. Well, I don't want to say that, but I will tell you, there's no doubt in my mind that the Justice Department is going to go to the United States Court of Appeals well, and try to get this set aside. You can't say it, Judge, and you won't say it, and you shouldn't say it, but I will say screw them because they're up to no good. I know it. I see it. I look at this document, and you know all the mumbo-jumbo, but they are scheming. They are scheming to get somebody. They're trying to get somebody. And actually, I would like to ask you about that. Forget about the <laughs> Forget about a third of the stuff I just said. There is a scheming aspect to it. There is a, you know, if he did this, he's wrong. Even if he didn't do that, he's wrong. Even if he did this, he's still wrong, right? There's that quality to it. Well, what really I find deeply troubling is the fact that there were ongoing negotiations and discussions and documents turned over by Trump's lawyers on behalf of uh, former President Trump to the FBI and over to the Justice Department. There was no reason to go in with the search warrant at all. They could have continued the negotiations and done that. There was no threat of any national security because if that's true, why did they wait all those months and months and months and months well, of doing that? Uh, that's that's what raises the issue to me, Greg. Well, let's see if we can uh, detangle, untangle this uh, riddle. Uh, let's see here, Rod. The midterm elections are coming. and they Must have... be a coincidence. Don't you believe a coincidence? <laughs> they have nothing to run on. They want to make – and, you know, I think they're trying to fool people as well. When when the folks hear about classified documents, they think, oh, classified documents, they must be very special. They must be kept in the White House basement. Uh, not really. Um, Anything cla- is stamped classified. It doesn't, it's a meaningless title. It can it's, be. It can be. It's right. overused, I mean, right? It's completely overused. Anybody on the inside will tell you that. Yeah. I was on the inside myself. They classify weather reports. That's they classify ridiculous. everything. It's just... And uh, I actually went through – I was a classified custodian of uh, documents in my squadron. And one of the first things I did was I got rid of half the stuff because it was just junk. It was like it was taking up too much space. And I had to fill out a paper, uh, a form or two, but I legally uh, destroyed it all. I went to the special shredder. I can't remember what it was, a furnace or something like that, and I, I, I destroyed it all, half of it. You know, I was authorized to because, and I had to fill out a form, but it was just too much of this junk. All right, so Judge, um, 
what do you think of this Judge Cannon, the one who, I guess it doesn't make any difference, but do you know anything about her? I know she was appointed by President Trump, and therefore, uh, according to people who want to criticize a decision, that's enough. If you get nominated by a, a, a president to be a district court judge, do you even meet the president? Yes. You do? Mm-hmm. Yes, huh. I do. You do? Yep. I could have, once upon a time when I was, when I was younger, when, when I was a general counsel, city council, I could have been up for a federal, federal judgeship. A number of my friends are federal judges. But I turned the opportunity down because I was a general counsel, counsel, chief counsel, the speaker of the council, Peter Vallone, and I was very loyal to him, and he was very loyal to me. And I wasn't going to leave City Hall and, and do that. And then, of course, uh, after that, the politics changed. I was very happy to first go to criminal court and then thereafter the state Supreme Court. And state Supreme Court is an equivalent position to Peter Vallone. Peter Vallone, the great Peter Vallone. A wonderful man. Yeah. One, of the, one of the best of the best, like your father, the best of the best. Thank you. Thank you. He was city council president before he speaker. was speaker. No. No, wasn't he president for a no, while? No. Hmm. We changed that title. He was the vice chairman of the council majority leader. They never... The president was the presiding officer. We changed that title. That ch- title no, was charter, changed. Charter because, revision. I remember. Right, but 19, I, yeah, in 1989, it was a charter. The city council got the powers it, it should have had uh, under uh, right. divided government. The problem, of course, is now the city council is run by the extreme left. All right. So Peter and I are very unhappy about that. Bottom line, do you think Donald Trump is going to be okay legally? Uh-oh, big pause. What's going on? The the answer is Saul Wachler, the chief judge of the state of New York, has famously said the ham sandwich. The ham sandwich that a grand jury would die of the ham sandwich. It's how it's it's how it's presented. I think it would be a terrible tragedy for this country if they indicted former President Trump on based on turning over documents. Obama's still holding on to documents, by the way, and Clinton destroyed documents in a computer, and then nobody went after her. Why are they going after Trump? They could not recover from that. They could not recover. This country, but I'm, the country has to be protected. And uh, Jerry Ford was absolutely correct, in my humble opinion, when he pardoned Nixon. You don't need a divided country. We're fighting against real enemies who want to take this country out, China and Russia and Iran. We should start paying attention to the main event. If you uh, want to watch something kind of beautiful, watch Gerald Ford pardon Richard Nixon, the speech in uh, September of 1974, and he speaks of God, he speaks of his uh, duties, he speaks of his uh, responsibility as a leader of the entire country. It's it's a really beautiful speech. He and was, a great, he was a great man. I actually I actually knew uh, Jerry Ford when he was a congressman, when I was a, a page in the House of Representatives. And he was the most lovely guy. He used to say that he was foolish and bumbling. First of all, he played football for Michigan, and he was an all-star. Okay, so you're not a bumbler when you play football for the University of Michigan. Number two, he was smart enough to get into Yale Law School and graduate well. He graduated much higher in his class than President Biden, who claims to be at the top of his class, actually is the bottom of his class at Syracuse Law School. So, and Yale is a lot better law school than uh, Syracuse. And let's face it, you know, bumbler, I mean, look, Saturday Night Live said it a couple of times. And back then in those days, it kind of, you say one thing and it just stuck. Now you can rewrite your life all over again by lunchtime. Right. Exactly right. Exactly it's interesting. Right. I mean, it's funny. He I took I, I saw the little fall he took coming down the steps. It was one time this the stairs were rain were wet. It was in Austria. You know, uh, Ford fell. I know. I know. 
And like that's it. Oh my God! Chevy Chase made a whole career out of it. He made a well, yeah. And um, you know, uh, Biden fell. I I remember he fell right on that television. Not once, not twice, but three times. Bam, 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 hard. And uh, everybody ignored it. It pretended it didn't happen. Even those who saw it can't remember it. I can. All right. Well, anyway, Judge, good stuff. We're going to be okay. He's. They're not going to indict him. They would be very, very foolish. Just. Stupid, stupid. But then again, these are stupid people, and they're blinded by hate, aren't they? That's the problem. There is this obsession against Trump. You know, they have a record to run on for the last uh, couple of years. They've been in office, and they're not running on the record. Well, they can't. That's exactly right. They can't run on the record because it's a dismal record. There are no there are no meaningful successes that help the American people or our national security or our economic energy independence. Yeah. And so what? so what do they have? What do they have? And they have a runaway inflation. So you have a, a party, my party, which has gone crazy left. You're a Democrat. That's right. I am a Democrat. Now, wait I, I want I want my party back. What party is that exactly? Party <laughs> of Jack Kennedy and Scoop Jackson. That Jack, party. Jack Kennedy. And uh, Edmund Muskie. You know Edmund what Jack Muskie? Kennedy was doing in the... You know what that guy was doing. What they, what they were all doing, didn't they? Uh. They, all, they all did it. Listen, I'm not interested in people's bedroom antics. Okay, uh, except maybe uh, Hunter Hunter Biden, <laughs> which you can't you can't escape. No, I'm interested in the person, the man or woman as president of the United States who loves his country and upholds his or her oath of office to protect and defend this country and further its interests. Well, Donald, that's what I'm interested in. Donald Trump is your man. Donald Trump is your man. Sounds that way to me. All right, Judge Weinberg, you're the best. Thank you, well, thank sir. Thank you. Be sure to tell my wife you said so. Problems at home? Never. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. I, okay. Just making sh- All right. Well, let me know. Mrs. Weinberg, he's the best. Thank you, sir. Thank very you, much. Greg. And we'll be right back. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. Greg Kelly. Kelly. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. All right. Thanks again, Judge. Still raining out there, huh? Hey, why is Stanley Tucci on CNN still? What's going on with that? Who cares? Who cares that I already know the food is good in Italy? What well, is sending him over there to do this stuff? Uh, I, I I don't understand. I don't understand CNN. Hey, they got rid of another guy over there. What's his name? Uh, Harwood, John Harwood. He's the one who's most famous for asking governor, then governor of Texas. Uh, oh, what was his name? Ray. Who was the governor of Texas? Governor Walker. Um. Uh, what the hell is his name? Anyway, he asked him, what department of the government would you get rid of? And oops, he couldn't name anything. He said energy, education, and uh, one other, and he couldn't. Governor Perry, Governor Perry, who's actually a very good guy and a good uh, was a good statesman, um, but he just kind of lost it that one moment. And John Harwood, that was his claim to fame, but a big, vicious Trump hater, uh, I just I'm not impressed with the changes so far, though. I mean, only two. They got rid of two white guys, quite frankly. 
They got rid of John Harwood and they got rid of uh, uh, the guy in the morning, uh, the Sunday morning show. Uh, what about everybody else? Or forget about getting rid of people. How about just giving that damn station some pizzazz? All right? Got a couple of, you know, viral videos or some swooshes. I mean, look at Fox. They'll make, uh, <laughs> I mean, they can make a PTA meeting look, uh, you know, fascinating you know, with the gongs and the breaking news and all that stuff. Just you got to dress it up a little bit. I think the screen needs a bit more dynamism, like things happening in the background, just to create this feel of energy because it's dead. You turn it on in the morning and you got seven people just talking to each other and not doing anything anything and they're just talking to each other they're not talking to the audience they're not showing you anything cool um it's it's a dud and uh uh hey not like me listen to these folks huh listen to this cut 31 the fbi is a conservative leaning law enforcement organization and we've sort of like lost lost the thread on that in the past six years these attacks against the fbi these attacks against the most important federal law enforcement agency Less than in America. 24 hours after a peaceful search that they gave them a yeah. heads up on. Peaceful search. <laughs> it's all legal. It's all lawful. It's not a raid. They didn't, you know, they, they're not there improperly or unlawfully. The Justice Department is returning to its historical position as a law enforcement agency above politics, trying to do the right thing. I don't think there was any politics involved. This appears to be a nonpartisan process. Because anybody on this set had done the same thing, the exact same result would have occurred. A judge would not sign off on that if there were not mm -hmm. uh, evidence. Sources to tell me that, you know, there's a reason. They wouldn't go in there if it wasn't really significant. If they didn't, they weren't really concerned about the nature of the classified information that Trump had, what he might be doing with it, who he might be showing it to. These are real national security concerns. And the fact all that right, federal right. judge... They're a little bit all over the place there, but bottom line, they believe in the Trump raid. They believe in the FBI. It was all on the up and up. Uh, and we know better. We know. We know. I, you, can, you can see it from space. They want to destroy this man. They... They do not respect us. That's why, because we like him. They must take him out. How do you think Joe Biden feels, by the way? His presidency is dominated, has been dominated by his predecessor. You know, it's all he can. The only time he gets any attention is when he talks about Trump. Well, we understand why, because uh, it's Joe Chaos Biden, right? Chaos, chaos. C is for crime. H is for Hunter. A is for Afghanistan. O is for the obscene treatment of children. S is for a broken supply chain. Biden. The B is for the border. We have no border. The I is for horrible inflation. The D is for disunity. He promised us unity. He brought us something totally different. E is for energy dependent. We are energy dependent. N, 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 nobody, that's the N in Biden, nobody respects us anymore. I can say one more thing. Joe Biden, Joe Chaos Biden, liberal, he's a liberal, liberal. What does that stand for? Uh, let's see here. Let's go through it. Uh, he's a liar. L is for a liar. L, right, clearly. I, he is, um, he's incompetent. He is totally incompetent. B, hmm, B, 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 B. Let's just say basement, all right? Basement, basement Biden, all right? He's still kind of hiding. Um, liberal E. I'll get back to you on the E. R. He's a racist. 
He is absolutely a racist. You can't get away from that. A, uh, even though they pretend he's doing well, he's at about 30% in the uh, the uh, the approval, uh, right? Right? He's, he's way, way, way down. And L, he's a loser. He loses. He loses. You know, I knew Donald Trump could make a real difference when he came down that escalator and he said, America is a country that doesn't win anymore. We don't win anymore. And it just resonated. You could feel it. It was true. Sandra is in New Jersey. Hi, Sandra. Oh, oh good afternoon, Greg. I love what Melody said about you today. It's so true. Who? Um, she called Melody. She called earlier. Ah, yes, yes, yes. All, all true stuff. I totally agree. Hmm. But what I wanted to talk about, if I may, um, about the woke agenda and and trans uh, gender. Um, the woke agenda will drain our medical resources when we should be focusing on our nation's health. Now, why do I bring this up? Well, over the weekend I had dinner with friends, and two of them turned out to be chemists. And they were saying that the pharmaceutical industry for so many years was struggling. I didn't know that. But then when COVID happened, they, it was like they hit the lottery. They did so well. So then I was thinking about, our young innocent children, how many of them will undergo sex changes, you know, and, and when you think about it. And that's it, good for, that's good for the, the companies with the chemicals and the hormone treatments, right? Listen to this. Not only that, they're going to need a psychiatrist. They're going to need an endocrinologist. They'll need a medical internist, a urologist, a plastic surgeon, or a regular surgeon, and the pharmaceuticals for the rest of their life. So this is really going to exploit, I mean, this is just another way for them to make money. This is what I was thinking. What do you think? Sandra, <laughs> I think you're onto something. I think you figured it out. I mean, I've been trying to put my finger, where is this coming from? Why the pressure? Why are they pushing this? And I just, uh, I love what you just said. I Look, I, these things, I'm not saying they're consciously doing it, but on some level, they, is it good for business? Sandra, I think you're on to something. All the best. Say hi to your Thank brother. You. Thank you so much. And I got to uh, Christine has been standing by. She's in Middletown. Hi, Christine. Hi, Greg. How you doing? Um, just a point on the um, our previous call. Um, yes, you know, I'm so against uh, minor age kids getting medical treatment of any kind or any surgeries for gender confusion. But, yes, I do take hormone replacement therapy. I'll be taking that. For the rest of my life, but I think some of these therapists, Greg, they're too quick with kids to get them on medicine. It's just so wrong, and the Democrats don't say a darn word about it. Well, Christine, by the way, you are uh, transgender, but you made that decision, you know, not as a child. You made it as a fifty-something, uh, right? Yeah. And that's uh, if you're going to make that decision, that's something to do as an adult uh, when you're ready. Not as a child, it should not be introduced. And wait, uh, you think she's on to something about the uh, about the uh, pharmaceutical companies wanting to cash in? I think there's some validity to that. Yes, I can't. I, I will not discount that. I think that I think she's going in the right direction. And I heard you on with Bob Stefanowski last week. I texted him that was a good interview. He is finally he's someone that's taken on the um, education curriculum. He's getting in front of it here. 
So that's that's good to see. We'd love to see him. We'd love to see him pull it out. Uh, he is uh, he's an amazing guy, and uh, we're wishing him all the best. All right, thank you, buddy, very very much. I got to get ready for the Newsmax show. It's starting tonight at ten o'clock. Totally psyched. It should be. Uh, great. I'm not exactly sure what we're going to do yet, but we're going to put something together that's going to be beautiful. And as I go, Mark, you've been on hold for a long time. Final call of the day, Mark from Brooklyn. Yes. Yeah, Greg, a uh, couple of points here. The illegal raid at Mar-a-Lago. If I hear these supposedly uh, legal scholars all talking about, oh, it's 60 days out from an election. It's not gonna... Let me tell you something. This administration is there is no there is no holes it'll leak like a sieve and you'll start hearing the illegal stuff that they took medical records tax returns uh uh the first lady's uh uh clothes why did they have to go into baron trump's room this will all leak out and it'll be used against president trump because they fear him they fear him because of what he did for this country And a last note is, I wish you all the best. If you run for mayor of this city, I will work for your campaign. But unfortunately, I don't think you got a prayer because the moron liberal Democrats in this city will vote for anything with a D before they vote for what's right. Well, hold on, pal. All right. Thanks for the vote of confidence. But, you know, number one, I wouldn't be running as a Republican. Number two, non-Democrats have won uh in recent history all right bloomberg won all right you may have your beef with bloomberg but bloomberg won rudy giuliani won you don't need as many votes as you used to to win ask eric adams he's got two hundred thousand votes made him the mayor so uh you know anything's possible anything is possible all right so and you always have a prayer mark you always have a prayer all right uh, that's it. That's it. I'll see you tonight on the Newsmax show at 10 o'clock. Many, many thanks. Except you, Mark. Uh, just kidding. All right. I'll see you tomorrow. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC.